episode 71, Just Getting Started. Raiding the Kingdom is here with your 2022 NFL offseason needs. That's what we're focusing on today. It's me and Coach coming at you, as always. What's good, dude? What's up, man? Raiding the Kingdom, did it? Did you have to practice saying that before? <laughs> before I, li- that? I literally almost, I almost went back to it. it just, and, yeah, uh, no. We, yeah, it's, it, we're, it took me we're, a second. We're, we're getting used to the new thing, but I, but I, I like I said, I, I love the rebrand. I think it's it fits fits us perfectly. And all is good, man. It was weird. No football Sunday, you know, not even uh, there's like the USFL draft was the other night. And that's exciting, I guess. But, um, Ew, yeah, it's you know, the crazy thing about the USFL draft, which is like a joke um, in and of itself. But Paxton Lynch, the former Broncos first round pick, was a 12th round pick in the USFL draft. That's <laughs> that's insane, dude. 12th. 12th yeah. He's not going to be the starting quarterback in the USFL. And he got cut by the right. football league team. So. It just shows you we're, we're, we're coming up on the off season, right? We're coming. We're going to be talking about the combine and the draft and off season needs throughout the off season, and it's just crazy. Like there's so many first round picks and top picks that just don't amount to anything. And so there's you know the scouts on Paxton Lynch probably thought he was going to be a stud, and John Elway did, and now he's in the USFL as a backup. So it just goes to show you that no one really knows, and you just got to do your research the best you can. Well, especially not John Elway. John Elway, he yeah, he it's you know John Elway is easily one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. His best move was obviously getting Peyton Manning to come to uh, to to Denver, but um, otherwise it's been very un- unimpressive. You know what I mean? He just doesn't. He doesn't. Especially have with court, I, mean, I think they've they've built they've built up their roster pretty well, but as far as quarterbacks go if you look over the last yeah like he, re- really since Peyton Manning it's been it's been a disaster yeah um, no. which is fine with us oh definitely actually you know what keep it up John, that, you know what John keep it up keep it keep doing yeah, what you're doing man continue. we believe in you us here at rating exactly. the kingdom we fully support you and just keep doing you yes. keep doing you exactly <laughs> exactly so, all right so what we're going to do today is we're going to break down three of the position groups where we feel our teams have the biggest needs um, so I'm going to start with my boys, the Las Vegas Raiders, who have played less football than the Chiefs in 2022. So at least, uh, coach, you got that going for you. Um, so let's let's start off with that. Um, I'm going to kick it off with the probably the most obvious one, the offensive line. Um, they were ranked 20th overall, I think I believe by uh, by the league, by PFF, whoever. So 28 out of 32. Already we got a problem there. Richie Incognito never played a snap. He is still on the Raiders, if anyone was curious about that. He is still technically on the team, um, but he never did play. Our right guard, Denzel Good, um, tore his ACL in the first game of the year. And then, uh, you know, it was a great win over Baltimore, but then losing him. um, And then our newest import, Alex Leatherwood, who was drafted as a right tackle, switched to right guard. Um, he finished off the season with 14 penalties and he allowed eight sacks. And that's probably one of the more startling stats. And and that was being switched to, to right guard. So I don't believe he'll be moving back to right tackle. Uh, Andre James, our center, he had allowed two sacks. He had seven penalties, probably the, the least of the bunch. Our left tackle, Colton Miller, that we drafted in 17, still a stud. Um, you know, he, I'm not worried about him on the blind side over there. It's, it's the right side that, that really gets me nervous. Um, and then Brandon Parker, who's a free agent that we've had around for a couple of years, who's really not great, um, subbed in at right tackle. Um, he allowed a bunch of sacks, I believe, eight, and he also compiled a bunch of penalties. 
And then John Simpson, our left guard. Um, you know, we drafted him a couple years back. Ten penalties, three sacks allowed. So there you go, 28th ranked overall. Our core was really traded off uh, this time last year. You know, Rodney Hudson to the Cardinals. Um, Gabe Jackson went off to Seattle. Then we're waiting on Incognito to come back. So it really was just a mess. And it ended up being kind of a makeshift O-line with a you know brand new center, which is that's a game changer right there. So I'm good with Andre James staying. Obviously, Colt Miller's good. Kind of the rest. Um, you can't have Orlando Brown Jr. I'm just saying that right now. Just putting it out there. You can't have Orlando Brown Jr. Nope, not letting it happen. Nope. Nope. What, which side does he like playing better anyways? Left left tackle. He he might be a little bit better at right tackle. I mean, he was a pro bowler at right tackle. But he he got, he you know, throughout the season, he his dad was a left tackle. And that's why he wanted to leave Baltimore. Um, was because they had him at right. Yeah, they had him at right tackle. So he wants to be a yeah. left tackle. That's a premium offensive line position. So I think he proved himself. Um, had some ups and downs, but. For his first like full season starting a left tackle, I was happy with it, and you know you trade a first round pick for the guy, so you got to give him the opportunity. Right. And what was he drafted? Third overall or third 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 round? Third round pick. I no, believe. he's third, third round pick. pick. Yep. Well, and then that ended up obviously being a steal if they were able to, uh, you know, to snag a th- yeah because they get what was that the thirty first pick last year? Yeah, pretty yep. decent. All right. So offensive line obviously needs a lot of work. I would we're not going to get deep into it, but I would prefer. Um, to maybe get a veteran in there at right tackle. Um, there's a few options out there, which we'll get into later on. Uh, I'm just, I don't like, how, even though it's a new scouting department, new GM, I don't like how the Raiders have been drafting offensive line really since, uh, you know, since we got um, Colton Miller. Um, so that's it for the offensive line. Just kind of a sloppy unit, probably the weakest on the entire team. It definitely needs to be uh, adjusted for next year. Next, probably the one that I'm more excited about, switching up is uh the receiving core the wide receivers last year we're working with zay jones hunter renfro deshaun jackson and brian edwards with foster moreau basically as a tight end because darren waller was out even with darren waller that's still not the most god-fearing unit if you will doesn't really uh strike fear in my heart or anyone else's um you know hunter renfro obviously is a stud and, and he really finally got the chance to get his hands on the ball uh, which could have been a blessing in disguise. There have been talks about Gruden's game plan as the reason he was so limited and he was really only used on third down. Um, but so he's obviously still going to be in the mix. Brian Edwards still a developing project. Deshaun Jackson will be gone. Zay Jones draws a lot of pass interference, which is helpful, I guess. Um, and then hopefully Waller is healthy next year. Um, so they, they stepped up when they needed to. You knew that this wasn't a receiving core that's going to get them you know, to the promised land or if they even got past the first round of playoffs, I would have been shocked. So obviously I want a true one receiver. There is no Jamar Chase in this draft per se, um, but something similar, Traylon Burks, just saying, um, or a free agent. Uh, I see a lot of people talking about Gallup, Godwin, Calvin Ridley. I have my own reasons for not being super fond of any of them, but if you wanted to take one of them and draft a rookie receiver, I could be all right with that. But I, I'm just not comfortable with the idea when you see teams take a two and think that they can fill him into that one role and he's going to, you know, the Juju Smith effect, if you will. Um, They thought he could take over Antonio Brown's spot and clearly he benefited from having AB on the field with him, even though the dude lost his mind. So I want the Raiders to find a true receiver. I don't know how McDaniels is going to draft. Everyone says, you know, Patriots don't like drafting receivers in the first round. He's on his own now. Um, 
we'll see what he does with it. But so receiver, I'm good with a veteran or a or a rookie, but I want to see a one, a true one out there for DC. We all know he wants Devontae Adams. Um, we'll see about that come uh, free agent time, which is on the way. And then the final position group for my boys uh, is going to be cornerback. Um, I mean, there's enough of a disaster. I mean, there were disasters and there was bright spots. So the Raiders secondary ended the season ranked 12th overall in PFF. They were ranked last in 2020. So we jumped up quite a few spots, you know, Gus Bradley and his cover three Seattle scheme. Um, but he's gone now. So, you know, we're going to have to figure this out with, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Graham Patrick, Patrick Graham. Sorry, bud. Um, the Giants D coordinator that made his way over here. So we'll see what he does with it. Casey Hayward is on a one-year deal. Um, he would make way more money if we tagged him. Um, not going to happen. So I don't know what they're going to do with that. Trayvon Mullen was injured for half the season. Probably Trayvon's most memorable move was standing on the Chiefs logo uh, when we went to Arrowhead. And we all know how that ended up. And then he got hurt in that game. Um, Nate Hobbs, though, despite all of his legal issues, was the highest graded slot corner. Brendan Faison. Another free agent. We'll see if he gets another deal. Amik Robertson, not you know, drafted two years ago, not all that great. Kashawn Nixon, whatever. Desmond Trufant, he got absolutely slaughtered by um, by Jamar and Tyreek Hill and others. Um, so I would kind of hope that they would draft someone. If they got to play opposite Trayvon, fine. If they could get Casey Hayward to agree to another deal, but he knows he deserves to get paid. He had a phenomenal season. Um, he's also one of the top-ranked corners last year. Um, so yeah, so the, the cornerback position really needs to be fixed receiver position as well. Corner. I don't think we need a true, you know, I'm not looking for the next Jalen Ramsey, but just someone competent and competitive to play opposite Trayvon if we retain him. Um, but in general, we need to see some major fixes on all three of these, all three of these, uh, position groups, whether it's free agency draft mix of both. But uh, this is going to be big time for Ziegler to see how he's going to fix this up. So I don't know if you had any takes on those before we get into your Chiefs. Or, uh, uh, you know, I think um, we we have we definitely have some similarities <clears throat> on both our what our perceived team needs are. But I think you're right on point. Um, obviously, O line's got to be um, numero uno. Followed very closely, like uh, by how you put it, as as a wide receiver. I'd almost argue that wide receiver might be a little bit more important, but you can, it's, it's like a one, a one B type thing. You know what I mean? It's, they're, they're yeah. so close. It's, it's hard to really um, pick one over the other, but yeah, I think those are, those are spot on for sure. For sure. Yeah. Terrific. Well, why don't we uh, segue then into the chiefs? Needs, okay. So which, what, are, what, what really do they need? What really do they need? So, ridiculous, um, so something, something similar um, to when I, when I started on this podcast last year and uh, talking about chiefs team needs, and I, and I said, it, uh, you know, back then, uh, you know, a number two wide receiver. Um, I know I had some hope that Hardman could be that number two guy. Um, he definitely showed some showed, showed some flashes this year of him potentially being that. Um, but I think he's even more dangerous as like a three um, and can use his skill set in, in that manner. Um, so uh, a number two wide receiver, I think, would, would take a lot of pressure off Tyreek and Travis Kelsey. I mean, they still had incredible seasons where – um, you know, they didn't really have a number two and they still did great, but, uh, I think getting, um, 
getting a, a really solid number two wide receiver. So wish list, wish list wise, I do not normally speak with a lisp, uh, would be, uh, with, with, <laughs> um, would be, uh, would be Robinson from, from Chicago, who there's a lot of rumors about him coming to, um, Kansas city, uh, his, his, um, I don't want to say his, they just stopped targeting the guy. You know what I mean? He, he went from having like, it was like like 116 receptions to like 56. So it, granted he was injured and whatnot, but still, how do you not get Allen Robinson the ball? Um, so he, it's like they schemed him out. They, they schemed, schemed him, him out, out of their which offense. Is just, which is just crazy to me. Um, you know, and he's healthy, available. It didn't yeah, make any so sense. I like, I like Robinson a lot. Um, you know, I, I think he's going to be in the affordable range. I really don't want Juju Schuster. A lot of people like him. Um, more so nope. just because of his, his, honestly, his off the field things. And, and just the thought of him and Jackson Mahomes doing TikToks together literally makes me want to go, uh, land, land, you know, land what happened. State. Yeah, it would, it would, it wouldn't be good. I, I, I got to think Brett Feech is, is smarter than that. Um, so I, like a Christian Kirk too, I'd be really happy with him. Um, he might get big money. I don't know, but, uh, there definitely needs to be, I think all chiefs know this fans know this, that there definitely needs to be emphasis on getting a second wide receiver in there. Um, I've also heard things about Calvin Ridley Jr. We'll see on that end. Um, but I know that a second wide receiver will be a priority for the team. Um, so that's, that's, that's my top thing for them. Um, and then, uh, after that is it's, it's going to be, a, it's going to be an edge rusher. Um, you know, I, I think that, you know, Besides Frank Clark, there's really not a whole lot there. Um, and Frank Clark is just so expensive. Like his cap numbers are, are, are ridiculous. Like if they don't cut him, he's like $29.5 million, which is not even close. Oh, close. Maybe gosh. maybe he's worth half of that. Um, so, you know, there's, there's plenty of uh, Chiefs Twitter people that are – better with the whole cap situation thing than I am and have, have explained like Arrowhead Live and some of these other guys. Um the uh the 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 cap situation with him. Like if he if we cut him, we save like 13 million, but then we have dead mil- dead dead uh money on our cap. Um so he could rework the deal. So I, I really don't know what'll happen. We obviously just cut Anthony Hitchens yesterday, saved us about eight and a half million dollars. Um what was his nickname? Hitch or Bit Bitchens, Anthony Bitchens. <laughs> There's that dude on Twitter, <laughs> Bitchens, which is just classic. So simple, but yeah, I, it's I don't so know. simple, but it's, it's so but, it, but yeah. it just it just works. Um makes me laugh every time. It, yeah. it, it does. Um so like dream scenario would be like, hey, Chandler Jones, you want to come to uh Kansas City on a on a you know, uh, on on a deal where maybe you could win a Super Bowl. I, I think Chandler Jones is about getting that money though, so I, I don't know. He might end up staying in Arizona yeah. to keep with JJ uh, Watt. But um, you know, whether it's a draft or it's you know through free agency, I definitely want Melvin Ingram to come back. Um, I don't know if he's in every down yeah, great. at the end, but um, he could definitely you know definitely help this team. So the the edge rusher, like I've talked about, you know, I'd say quarterback, you know, uh, left tackle, edge rusher, you know, arguably the most important or having a dominant defensive player on the line, you know, whether it's, you know, like Aaron Donald's obviously not an edge rusher, but Chris Jones, when Chris Jones is stone cold, Chris Jones, when he's at his best, you know, it's, it's tough to stop him. So you need to have a dominant defensive force on on that line. Um, So third, thirdly, I I would go secondary. Um, You know, uh, we really don't know what, what Tyron is the honey badger, if he's going to be back or not. I hope so. Um, 
So you really, you know, in the realm of safety or cornerback, both are, are important. Ward's a free agent. Uh, I think he's going to want a lot of money. Um, mm. And he, and you know, PFF, like he, he was, he was like a really, he was a good, he was a good cornerback. His numbers back it up. Um, I don't know if he's, you know, if you have like, you could pay, I don't know, let's say you pay Chardarius Ward, you know, 12 million, or you can pay like, Josh Jackson, like 15, 16 million. Uh, I would probably, mm, I guess it kind of depends on the deal, but Jackson would probably be someone I, I go with. Cause I, I, I think he's, I think he's better, but you know, um, I, I don't, the, like I said, this cap situation, we don't really know fully what it's going to be like, you know, guys got to rework deals, which I'm sure they'll do. They rework deals and we cut, uh, we cut Frank Clark. I think we're gonna have like 78 and a half million dollars in cap space. Um, which is a lot. Yeah. So um, I would like to think that they'll address the secondary and hopefully get Tyron back. But again, man, I, I have full faith in Veach, but I just, I feel like the secondary, you know, behind Snead, you got to get um, Dan Sorensen f- as far away from Kansas city and back to, you know, um, he's a free, he's a free, he's agent, a free so agent. Yeah. Just don't bring him back. Just- what would you do if they, if they signed him and didn't extend Badger? <laughs> uh, dude, me and like a lot of other people, I think would storm a Jihad stadium. Um, and, and just simply ask Veach if he needs to get a mental health evaluation. Um, I would, I would actually call the Kansas city police and be like, Hey, we have a, a CIT issue <laughs> with the GM of the Kansas city chiefs. Cause he just brought back Dan Sorensen. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I, I, there's, there's a lot to be done in secondary, but like I said, I, I have, I have faith in Veach, you know, Casey Hayward. Hey, come to Kansas city, man, you know, be with a winner. Uh, you won't get you, no, won't, you won't get burned no. by by Tyreek or anything like that. Only in practice, and uh, yeah, you can put on that uh that uh that beautiful red uh red and yellow jersey, and uh, you know, be a chief. But uh, that's that's it. That would put him on three three AFC West. Yeah, teams. just just as long as he doesn't go to Denver, then we're good. Um, just yeah, don't just, go to Denver. Keep make it a trifecta, not a fourfecta. Um, even though it's not a word, <laughs> or don't or don't leave or it all. He, he, well, I don't agree with that, but whatever. Um. We'll see. There's, mm. there's, like I said, th- we have an off season full of just absolute craziness, especially with all the quarterback talking to, which you know doesn't really have anything to do with my team, your team. I've heard some things. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of talking. If he, I heard this, so if if I think it's Washington, if Washington offered you two first round picks and a third round pick, would you trade Derek Carr? No, no, I wouldn't. And I don't, th- and I don't think you would get that either. I mean, you get one round, one first at best. Okay, so in this um, hypothetical world, you wouldn't take two first round picks for him. Dude, the Mac trade has scarred me because we did have we got three first rounds of that, and we did absolutely nothing with it. So I'm gonna say no, and I don't like the. It it really comes down to what's the what's the better option, and there isn't one. We're not going to get Aaron Rodgers. We're not going to get Russell Wilson. It is what it is, you know. He's he's sitting tight, I think, for at least another year or two. What's uh, dude? Late breaking news: the Raiders have traded Derek Carr to the Broncos, and you guys got Kirk Cousins, dude. Kirk Cousins this is just no perfect. It just <laughs> it literally just happened. Oh wow, wow. just kidding, guys. Amazing, kidding. Uh, Adam Schefter with another amazing yeah. report. Yeah, or Adam Rank. Yeah, Adam he's too Rank. busy. He's too busy. Re- Adam Rank. Yeah, Steel Cage. Yeah, he's too busy here. watching. He's too busy watching uh, Justin Fields throw that one intercept or that one touchdown he threw last yeah, year. Yep, the chosen, the chosen one. one. Um, but it, anyway, before we trash Adam right too much, but really, like 
I agree 100% with everything you said. Even every receiver free agent you hit on, we didn't discuss the reservations you have with all of them besides really Juju, and I agree with all of them. Yeah, I, I just, um, you know, Godwin, Godwin's going to cost a significant amount of money. Um, you yeah. know, we're, we'll definitely be extending Tyreek. Tyreek Hill's only 27, dude, <laughs> which is crazy. And he's, and he's not actually. Yeah, I thought he was like 30. No, he's like, he's, I think he just turned 20. He's turning 28 before the season, I think. Um, so you got to extend that man too. Um, Cause he's on a relatively cheap deal. Um, but yeah. So, I mean, a Christian Kirk, I think would be good. Um, Gallup's going to get paid pretty well. The once, once this March date hits, when free agents can start signing, you know, obviously it usually happens in waves. So I'll be really excited to see what happens, man. Cause it's, yeah. it's going to be utter chaos. Yeah, I think you guys just need someone that can actually like take advantage of Tyreek getting those doubles yeah, it's and just, stretching the field. You don't necessarily need a guy, you know. Uh, Andy Reid's system's all about like speed, speed, speed. Um, but you need, you know, an, an Allen Robinson who's like a tall, big possession receiver. It's kind of like what Sammy Watkins was. It made a difference. I mean, that's when they won the Super Bowl, right? So, um, yeah, that would make a big difference. I've heard Sammy Watkins coming back. If you can get him really cheap, yeah, give him a shot. But I don't, I don't know how much left in the tank Sammy's got. So I still remember that that movie pulled on Richard Sherman though. That made me really Do happy. Do what now? In the Super Bowl, he said that he copied uh, Devonte Adams' route. It was either his release or his route. I don't remember which one it was, but. Whatever move he pulled on Richard Sherman, he's like, "Oh, I saw Devontae Adams do that. I'm going to give it a shot." And Sherman bit, and and he went away with it. So, yeah, I love that. But yeah, so that um, like I heard Hardman was on like a podcast or he's talking in the news or something, talking about like, "Yeah, we're just this piece and this piece away." And I'm like, "Buddy, you might really not be a part of you know he, he's, he's he's still got of- a year left on his deal. Um, some guys develop." faster than others. And Hardman, I think, has the ability to be a good wide receiver. Uh, he's not a number one. He's not a number one. Um, but he has the ability to, to be good. So hopefully he gets it together this offseason and works on his route running and, and continues to get stronger and can be that guy that they need. Because um, the more weapons you got, the better for Patrick. That's that's 100% the case. So Yeah. And then D-end, I saw, you know, like Frank Clark, you guys will save a lot more if you – I think, unfortunately – if you wait until I think first, it's June first, yeah. yeah, yeah. So obviously you want to make a move in free agency or the draft, yeah. but you know, yeah. So we'll, we'll see, see what about happens. that. I, like then, I said, yeah. full trust in Veach. You know, we had like ten thousand dollars left in cap space, and he was able to like re-sign Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey and Chris Jones. So the cap is like that's what we need. Yeah. We need to get a cap expert on here to somehow because it's like it's like reading Mandarin, man. I have like no idea. It's, it's insane. The the logic. Of the number uh, it. I understand parts of it, but then like, see, look at that. I'm yawning just because we, you know, start talking about math. Yeah, no. Oh my God. So I understand enough of it to discuss it, but I, I will am no way near any kind of an yeah. expert. So maybe we'll get one yeah, of them on. For sure. All right. But yeah. So, so for all of you that maybe fell asleep because I yawned. So for the Raiders, we did offensive line receiver, cornerback four, and that's wide receiver one for the chiefs. We did wide receiver two defensive end, um cornerback really like safety because we'll put tyron matthew in in the mix there like right now you guys don't have any starting safeties free or strong so um how would you prioritize of those three um it's tough because we're not like completely bare wide receiver um i would probably put secondary i probably put secondary uh um uh, edge rusher um wide receiver but all all super important. All super important. You know oh, yeah. I mean? um, 
but yeah. secondary, if you can't stop anybody, you know, what, what do you, you can have shootouts and chiefs had plenty of those, but definitely get some more weapons in secondary would be huge. Right. Yeah. If, uh, you know, it's, it's nice, even though it's a simple thing, it's nice when your special teams is pretty much set. Like I think our biggest contracts we gave last season were to our punter and our, and our kicker field goal kicker. And they're, you know, AJ Cole and, Dan uh, Legatron Carlson. It's just because they're important positions. They're not the glamorous ones, but it's nice to know that they're seated there, you know? Oh, yeah, 100%. All right. So now we're going to get into, uh, we're each going to pick. Oh, you know, let's do a little music. I need a little, little pump me up right now. All right. There you go. I just, I need a little pump up. So we're each going to pick one player that we want to see in the combine. The combine is March. First through seventh, that's that's the reason we're doing this, because um, that's basically a week and change from now. Um, so we're going to pick one player, not necessarily that we want our team to draft, but we really want to see how they do, you know, in all the measurables, um, basically the athletic stuff and the position drills. We want to see it all and then see how that could affect their draft status or possibly put them in the, the market for our teams. Uh, so I'm going to kick it off. I gave this one to coach before the show started disclaimer. And he kind of laughed at me because this guy is likely not going to fall to 22, which is the Raiders first round position. So I'm picking Derek Stingley, the LSU corner. Uh, I don't know if it's a, if it's like analysts really trying to mess with the system, but people continue to rank him as the top cornerback in the draft. But then they put in a disclaimer like, Oh, well, I don't really know. Uh, He was, he had such a great, rookie season in 19, which he did. Um, and then he's kind of dropped off a little bit. You know, he was injured um, for all but three games in the 2021 season. You know, and some some of the uh, scouting reports, well, I'll just bang these out right now. You know, so great tackling. He's fluid. He's patient. He's got good speed. They said he has some issues with bigger backs, like Traylon Burks. Um, and then for two of them, I saw both of these words being used, lazy and bored. Um, <laughs> I don't see those on scouting reports all that often. You look into more draft stuff than I do, but, um, and not just like bored when the ball's not going his way, but just in general, it says like, he looks lazy or bored and he like, won't, you know, won't help out with tackling. He's, he's not running to the ball all the time. Um, stuff like that. So I'm curious he is going to have to the comp, you know, the combine and the pro days aren't as important to certain players for him. It's extremely important because there really hasn't been a lot of recent tape on him. And as we know in this league, everything's a recency bias. Um, you know, Matt Stafford's going to the hall of fame because he won the super bowl. He's not a top five quarterback in the league. I'm just going to say that how it is. Um, so he does have some competition. You know, you got Trent McDuffie from Washington. Sauce Gardner is a name I've been hearing a lot from Cincinnati. And then Andrew Booth Jr. from Clemson, who has been linked to the Raiders picking down that far. Um, so if those guys have great uh, pro days and combines, or if not, um, or just Stingley doesn't have a great one, those guys could also shoot up. Sauce Gardner, I've definitely heard of in some mocks going ahead of uh, Derek Stingley. But as a disclaimer, I also wouldn't be upset if Stingley fell all the way down to deuce deuce and the Raiders scooped him up. But so I'm looking forward to seeing how he does at the combine. Um, he's going to have to look healthy. He's going to have to look strong. He really is just going to have to uh, kind of own up to all the, the positive talk that's been swirling around him and then just dispel any rumors about him having a lingering injury or 
especially being lazy or bored. So if he yawns at the combine, he's probably screwed. Um, so there you go. That's that's my, the one that I really want to watch uh, for the combine. Obviously, there's others, but I think he has a lot more riding on it. And obviously, he's a first rounder in the top ranked corner. So it, it's a little more interesting on, on that front. Okay. So, Coach, who who were did you want to comment no, on Stingley I think, before I think you Stingley, get on yours? Uh, you know, uh, LSU is obviously like a secondary factory. You know, between Matthew Patrick Peterson, I mean, they they just they it's a factory, dude. They just that's what they're you know like. Penn State's linebacker, you blah blah blah. LSU is like QBU, you know what I mean? They just they just produce yeah. excellent secondary players. So I, I think. Can I tell you who's not QBU? Is Ohio State QBU? Yeah, cornerback so. U. Yeah, I don't know why I said QBU. Yeah, cornerback U is yeah. <laughs> my su- yeah. my season. My Q's got mixed up, but uh, yeah, I think that'd be a great pick. And I don't think he'll last that long. Yeah. Uh, I think. It- at, at no. the most, maybe he drops like 12, 13, but maybe you tra- trade up for him if that's something that you, you need to right. have. So yeah. for me, um, this would be someone I'd like the Chiefs to get second, third round, or like probably a like third round pick. Uh, and I'm, I'm doing it from the home state, man. I'm, I'm wearing I'm wearing the hoodie right now. Uh, Travis Jones, UConn, um, you know, who, you know, I UConn has, is like legitimately like the worst team in college football. Uh, one of the worst statistically, like the last terrible, terrible. Like they've, yeah, they. I don't even know. Like the their their win totals the last three or four years are like you know the, the Jacksonville Jaguars have more wins. But anyways, the state hates them. They're basically giving away. Season yeah, tickets. but they're we don't need to go into UConn football. But they're going to turn around. I, I got I got yeah. Nathan Moore Jr. But anyways, Travis Jones who showed up to the to the Senior Bowl and just his stock skyrocketed. His stock skyrocketed from like probably like a six round pick to like a third round pick. Um. Good interior, good interior D tackle, just speed, strong. I mean, he was just like throwing these offensive line, uh, these these offensive linemen around, and some of the uh, the Senior Bowl tape. So I think he's going to be a, a stud. I don't know if the Chiefs will necessarily get him. Um, they have uh, they could use help on the interior defensive line. I think it'd be great if you got a guy like Travis Jones. You have Chris Jones. You can name him the law firm of Jones and Jones. Bada bang, bada boom. I love it. You know it. what I mean? But um, I think that uh, he would be a good pickup, and I think he's just going to continue. I think he's going to do well at the Combine, too, and uh, continue to increase his draft stock. But you can never, like I said, you can never have enough pieces on that on that interior defensive line, and uh, I think he'd be I think he'd be a good pickup for sure because we need the help. So, Travis Jones, shout out, my dude. And, uh, yeah, go UConn. And go Chiefs. I like that. And and that's, a, that's, that's another one that – so he he definitely improved being present on the field at the Senior Bowl, which we know not all the prospects get invited to or go to. But to show that that wasn't just a three day, yeah, you know, I mean, little thing. Now prove it again in in Indianapolis. So um, I love that. So it's really important for the two of them to be on that field and uh, show their stuff, and not just say, "Oh, we'll just watch my tape." Especially for uh, Jones there, since it's kind of hard to, to pick out that diamond in the rough. If you watch any UConn games, cause they are just terrible. I don't, I don't even know if they, I think, did they win any games? I think, last they, won, year? I think they I don't won know. That's another topic for another day. Yeah. So those are our two to watch. And it's so tempting just to even get into, um, like just start talking about the draft. Now that's all I want to talk about, but we'll put it off for another day for our next episode. You know, the combat, like we say, comments in a week. Um, but before we finish up, we're going to do Senate awards and briefly, Let's talk about, uh, you know, Austin's not here, but we'll do it in his honor. Let's talk about the man that 
everyone once again is probably going to be spending the offseason talking about until he decides he wants to make his big announcement. And Adam Schefter is probably just staying up all night worrying about it. Aaron Rodgers, is he coming back? Is he opting out? Is he done? This all kind of rides on what Devontae Adams is going to do and what these other teams looking for a quarterback are going to do. Um, Eric and I talked about this earlier. Most of us tuned in on Pat McAfee on that was Tuesday yeah. at Aaron noon. Rodgers Tuesdays, yeah, yeah, yeah. Aaron Rodgers Tuesday. So as soon as he said he wasn't making a decision, I shut YouTube off and I went about my day. Um, I don't know if you listened to more of it. I, I I read some highlights if you want to call them that afterwards, but he is not making a decision. He's talking about his cleanse and Shailene Woodley and blah blah blah. So I don't know. What do you think he's going to do? Uh, you know, I, th- there's so many internet rumors and this and that. You got to kind of take them with a grain of salt. But I think ultimately I think he comes back to Green Bay. Um, it's either he comes back to Green Bay or he's the quarterback in Denver. I don't think he retires. Um, it's going to be one of those two. He's too much of a competitor. You don't I think don't, he retires. He's too much of a competitor, man. Um, granted, he is very like California, like whatever, man. I'm just going to go live in a palm tree or some shit. But um, – he, uh, yeah, I think he either, like I said, stays uh, stays in Green Bay or goes to Denver. You know, he didn't specifically say he was going to make an announcement on on, on uh, Pat McAfee's show. Um, he, he gave he the illusion, illusion very much to. so. You know, obviously posting all that stuff the night before. Um, but Aaron Rodgers, he's a great salesman. He sells himself, and we bite every time. So, it, I, and I and yeah. I. And he helps his buddy out with one hundred and twenty thousand. Yeah, and, and I and so. I think that the the announcement is just going to kind of come out of nowhere one day, kind of like Brady's thing. You know, it's just going to come out. It's be an Instagram post, or it's going to be just something random. And uh, I don't know if Adam Schefter is going to get the late breaking news, or it's going to be like Ann Rappaport or some random guy. But um, yeah, at, at this point, it's it's just a toss up. Just don't just don't buy into it until a statement comes out. Don't you know what I mean? Just you can't read into it. I, I think it'll happen sooner rather than later. I, I do believe that, but at this point, we're just we're just feeding his ego, so we need to stop. So one of the things that annoys me the most is on Twitter, these athletes keep doing the the eye mm-hmm. emoji, and then everyone's like, "Oh my god, what do the eyes mean? What is that?" And you know, like especially with the Packers, apparently they're all like Kenny Clark did it and Zadarius Smith, and he did the Kyler Murray and scrubbed the Packers off his uh, Twitter handle and all that stuff or Twitter page, whatever you want to call it. Um, but I think Aaron Rodgers did say that he is going to make the announcement in time for because Devontae Adams' contract negotiations really do surround um, with Aaron's decision. So, like you said, we're not going to be – last year, you remember, it came down to like the first day of training camp and he showed up in his office T-shirt. I don't remember what it said, but it, it, something related to him coming back. Um, so we're not going to have to wait that long because he would be screwing over Devontae, but – he actually kind of has more leverage, I think, if Aaron's retiring, because then they really, really need mm-hmm. him. And then if Aaron's staying, Aaron's going to want his number one. So I don't really see how Devontae Adams leaves there unless they offer him like some kind of crap yeah. contract. But um, And then I, I was talking, to not really, I mean, it's related to Aaron Rodgers, but the Jordan Love situation, they won't admit it, but they need to just admit it's just that was a mistake. They just don't want to say, hey, Aaron, we were wrong. Everyone else, well, we were yeah, wrong. And it but- also is like Jordan Love's like, well, what about me? You know what I mean? Like if he ends up needing to be their quarterback, it's you, you burnt that bridge too. So, um, right. 
And already they're already kind of say, by saying, hey, we need Aaron Rodgers back. He shouldn't take offense to it, but he's got to be thinking like, okay, they know I'm not ready to take the reins yet. And I was drafted two seasons ago now and we're coming up on three seasons. So, um, yeah, it's like I was wondering when A.J. Dillon was going to start playing. And <laughs> I mean, he got he it definitely is solidifying his spot, but I don't I don't know if Jordan Love's ever going to get his chance. So we'll see. Um, but yep. Yeah, so we'll be watching on Aaron Rodgers. This is no, you know, as we've said with our new brand change, we're no longer a, uh, covering the Packers, but this is something you can't really ignore because it's just too ridiculous. And he's the best quarterback in the league right now. So, um, we're going to end it on a send it award because that's what we do. And that's the one part of send it that we have retained. So, uh, let's get it going. What is that? It's a major award. I'm giving it the, it's called the call them out award to JC Jackson from the Patriots possibly well actually he's a free agent so i guess he's not really from the patriots or with the patriots but uh he put out a quote that because contract negotiations are either not going well or non-existent he says he feels like they don't need me they're not showing it so i think it's great call them out i wouldn't like it if you were on the raiders and you said that um but people are going to be calling them now for sure so I think it was smart on his part, his agent's part. Let's the phone calls are going to start coming in to the Patriots, to him, to his agent, et cetera, et cetera. Hey, are you guys going to extend him or not? And if not, let me talk to his agent because we want to sign him. So I would not be surprised because the Patriots also don't like these outspoken players at all. We saw the whole Randy Moss thing years ago and all that. So I would expect he's not going to be a Patriot next year. Uh, I don't know where he's going to go. I hope it's Vegas. I hope it is not. Kansas City, because um, he is pretty legit. Um, there are some ish- concerns I have there, but that's for another day. But the call them out award to J.C. Jackson for calling out the Patriots for not uh, giving him his bag. So he deserves it if he gets it. If he doesn't, you will be welcome in Vegas. Coach, who is your uh, mine's of the thank you for your service award to? I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to Anthony Hitchens, man. Um, Anthony Hitchens, Anthony Bitchens, whatever you want to call him. Um, you know, when he came to KC, uh, they were kind of, uh, I want to say they're, they were lost, but he, he kind of helped solidify that defense. Um, you know, he, he helped lead them to a Super Bowl. You know, Steve Spagnola said he was the glue to that defense and, you know, and, uh, you know, Willie Gay and Nick Bolton taught them a lot. So now obviously Willie Gay and Nick Bolton are the glue to that linebacker core. Um, so appreciate what Hitchens did. Never, I think, fully lived up to his contract. Excuse me, I think he can admit to that too. But what was solid, and um, you know, uh, if you're a good locker room leader, you'll you'll obviously be missed. But they'll be able to replace him with someone cheaper. Um, that's just the business of the game. So thank you for your service, Anthony Hitchens. You know, kind of help get KC a Super Bowl and uh, kind of help the new the new wave of linebackers for the team um, and uh, left an impression on them. So appreciate it, especially because Nick Bolton's a stud. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's awesome. He he should have been in the the running for rookie of the year. But you know, with your Parsons, with your yeah, boy Micah Parsons, it's a little hard. But, yeah. So that is uh, a wrap for our second episode of Raiding the Kingdom, seventy one overall. But uh, we are going to be coming at you combine once the combine is done. We'll get another episode out there. Then we'll get, free agency comes the week after that. That's going to be insane. So we have so much to talk about. So many moving pieces. You almost don't want to do the episodes too soon because all this new stuff comes out. But uh, we'll hit you guys, uh, I'd say, within a week and a half. We can change after the combine's over. 